Most of you know that I love to read. I'm reading a great book by a man named Skip Heitzig, H-E-I-T-Z-I-G. It's called When God Prays, Discovering the Heart of Jesus in His Prayers. Yes, Jesus was an avid prayer. Many times it says that he got away early in the morning to talk to his father, and sometimes it says he prayed throughout the entire night. I can't imagine having that kind of a relationship that you could spend the entire night just talking to someone. But if you know from the scripture that before Jesus became flesh, John 1, 14, and dwelt among us, he was with his father in glory. He was the second person of the Trinity. In fact, he always was the second person of the Trinity. He never stopped being God when he came to earth. He just wrapped that godliness, wrapped his deity in human flesh. But in this book, um, there's a chapter that's titled Talking Straight to God. I think it's important that we understand that that's what communication and prayer is. It's just talking straight to God. And he leaves uh, uh, three main points here in this chapter. Keep me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. And send me, Lord. And I want to just share a little bit of this this morning. The first one is keep me, Lord. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. God really has two main purposes uh, for the things that go on in our lives. One is for our good. God always has our good. He always has our back. And number two, for His glory or purpose. God has a plan for everything that happens. It's not just happenstance. He knows the beginning, the middle, and the end. He knows how we will respond to things. And there are times when God allows things to come into our life or puts things into our life to slow us down or to to get us to pay attention to what's around us. But it's not to cause us to fear. And so the first thing we should do is say, God, keep me in this hour that we're living in with a lot of things going on, we need to understand that God is in full control. In Psalm 46, verses 1 through 3, it says, God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear, even if earthquake come and the mountains crumble into the sea, let the oceans roar and foam, let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. How can we pray that? Because we've prayed before, God, keep me through anything. The second um, the second point here is teach me, Lord. We must never forget that the Bible is part of our survival gear. It's our handbook. In Psalm 119, verse 11, it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart. It's important to hide the word of God in our heart. It is our answer book. It is for us, but it's also for others. Um, in Psalm 119, verses 26 and 27, it says, Teach me your principles. Keep me, help me understand the meaning of your commandments, and I will meditate on your wonderful miracles. The Bible is packed with life-giving direction. And once you uncover these principles, you ask the Holy Spirit to bring these truths to your mind when you need them. 
That's in John chapter 14, verse 26, asking the Holy Spirit to bring things to our mind. Uh, Some say they're not great at memorization. Put the word of God in your heart and let the Lord bring it to you when you need it. And the last thing is to send me. One of the things that we need to to be conscious of in this time in which we live in is the needs of others. it's a crazy time, not just for us as Christians, but those who do not know. In fact, for them, they're looking for something to hold on to, and you can be that answer. We can pray, Lord, use me today in some way to tell others about you. I want to be your ambassador, just as Jesus was the ambassador or the representation of the Father when he was here. We can ask God to give us uh, strength, ask God to give us courage. Ask God to lead us and direct us. One of the things that I pray about is for divine appointments. God, lead me to someone today or lead someone to me today that I might minister to them. Sometimes we worry about what people will will say. We just can't. We just have to respond in love. Uh, I use the analogy, if you walked outside and your neighbor's house was on fire, you wouldn't really worry about what your neighbor thought. You would run to the door, you would pound on the door and say, your house is on fire. You need to get out. You need to get safe. This, this, the truth is that spiritually, everyone who's outside of Christ, their house is on fire spiritually. They're in need of a Savior. They're in need to be rescued. And you may be a part of that rescue team. Uh, The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 and 4, We are human, but we don't wage war with human plans and methods. We use God's mighty weapons, not mere worldly weapons, to knock down the devil's strongholds. I love that wording, and I love that we are in a situation where although it seems to be so personal people are attacking one another for their beliefs people are calling people names uh, uh, because we don't believe the same way in the midst of that situation we need to realize it's not a physical battle it's a spiritual battle and spiritual battles are won in Christ so we ask God to do things in our life and through our lives And that's asking according to his will. Let me pray for you. In Numbers chapter 6 and verse 24, it says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God bless you. Until we talk again.